the WCC, the Rap and Cap crew, of course, <laughs> to return to town to talk about their options and decided that they were going to take a third option, destroy Desri's operation and then destroy Desri. They began by asking around about where they might find a dealer and were directed to a building stationed out in the woods west of town. The four snuck up to it and accosted a figure who was as the innkeeper described outside. Cormie threatened the small cloaked being and revealed it to be an imp. They demanded to be taken inside and were shown the factory, at which point they decided to wreck shit. In spite of there being a large number of imps, the potty... The potty. <laughs> the potty. The potty, the potty this, from Boston. The potty oh, crushed, oh. smashed... I don't know what accent that became. <laughs> Slashed and bashed their way to victory as the building began to shrink. Cormeath killed the last imp and dove out just in time to see the warehouse turn into a goblin, who revealed himself to be Franklin, the warehouse. <laughs> I still hate you. <laughs> I still love you. He got up some papers that they followed to a karaoke bar, where Yevon and Cormeath harassed a few folks, and Grana quietly listened in on others talking. <laughs> they discovered that the operation was hidden behind the stage, and after you even saw through the illusion, began to wreck shit again. After they defeated the smaller horde of imps, Desri began entering unaware through a portal, only to be grabbed and grappled by Cormie. She offered to bring them all back to her cave, but they stayed as Gobi cleared out the bar, ready to battle her. So I didn't yeah. save initiative, so everybody go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, you should be happy because uh, Desri rolled a much worse initiative than she did last time. I know that for sure. 20. I got, I got a 4. Uh, I got an 18. All right. <laughs> Opie's outside for two rounds. I see you had one job. <laughs> Cormeth, you are up first. You are grappling... I don't recall if I'm in that rage now or if that you, was from I believe I you am. went into a rage when we fought the imps in this room. Yeah, but it it a rage only lasts for a minute, correct? Uh, let me double check. That sounds right. Yeah, one minute, ten rounds. Yep. Okay. All right. That yeah, that all sounds correct. I'll say you have it you have rage for two rounds. Okay. Because she she stepped in pretty immediately, and then we uh, talked for a bit. Kicked ass pretty quick. So um okay uh shit. So I got her grappled. I'm gonna try to tie her up. I've got some rope. I'm gonna try to tie her up. What the hell? I really don't know what else to do right now. And I was kind of hoping I wouldn't go first, so y'all could do something I could build off of. And then it became me. So just start, just start beating her up, Cormeth. You could also delay your turn if you want oh, to see yeah, good. Good point, but I already said I was going to do the tie, tie her up bit. Oh. Thanks for reminding me that we can delay turns. I had totally spaced it. You can change your mind. Yeah, okay. I, I like doing it like chess. Uh, so I'm going to try to tie her up. All right. Go ahead and make a strength contest. Okay, and I uh, and if I have rage for two rounds, I get advantage on that. Uh, uh, that's going to be – let's see here. <laughs> um, that's a 27 or a nat 1. 27. Are you sure you don't want to go for the nat one? <laughs> okay. Um, 
yeah, you're able to tie her up. Uh, so she is restrained and you don't have to be. Yes. Uh, but that is your turn unless you want to move. Uh, I'm just going to like back up for a moment, like from her. And then, yeah, that's it. Cool. She'll have an opportunity attack with disadvantage because she's tied up. Ooh, ooh. But her with disadvantage is a 26 to hit. Yeah. So she does still do a little slashy slashy on the assy assy. How's that work? How's that work when you're tied? Eh, whatever. She so essentially like her Yeah, paint, I don't know. The rules, paint a word are, picture. <laughs> I'll, I'll paint a word picture. Essentially she like has her hands bound to her sides, but she's able to try and like do like a very weak sort of like slashing up. Okay, I, works, I'm getting Yep. So, yeah, essentially she's like wriggling around in her bindings. And with disadvantage, it's supposed to be something that like would probably fail because disadvantage, but she rolled yeah. a 20 and an 18, so. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that hit. Hit, yeah, but she didn't crit on you. So that's good. That'll be seven damage. Son of a bitch! <laughs> Even. Um, so since I have advantage on on attacks because she's bound, or I guess grappled. I'm going to try and shoot her with my light crossbow. And into that crossbow, I'm going to knock a bolt of slaying for a devil. Okay. DC 17 constitution saving throw? Yeah, that's if if she takes damage. Okay, so roll a hit. So... Uh, with advantage because she's tied up. Yep. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So... You do still get advantage, but uh, what's the range on your crossbow? Uh, it says 80, and then in parentheses, 320. Okay, so you will get disadvantage because you're in close range, because you're 15 feet away. So do I need to move to 80 feet before I don't take advantage anymore, or don't take disadvantage? Yes, but this room is not 80 feet long. Well, yes, that's... Because you didn't go back to her cave with her, so... <laughs> I suppose that's going to be the way it is. Yeah, I well, just learned about this uh, on Monday. <laughs> so, uh, then... You could... It, I would allow you to use it as an improvised weapon and stab her with it. Let's take this outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that Gobi's cleared everyone outside, let's take no. this outside. No. <laughs> I, I really want to take you up on the on the stabbing because it's not it's not looking good otherwise. Uh, okay, so I guess I'll I'll try and use this bolt as an improvised weapon and go up and stab her. So what is is that like? What is that like a? Is that just like a normal attack or is that an an improvised ranged weapon using a ranged weapon as a like melee attack? means that you will use just your proficiency bonus. Okay. Well, that's still better than nothing. It is. All right. First roll is a 10 plus four is 14. Uh, you, you go into stabber with it, but it does, uh, it does deflect off of her armor. That okay. is very thick. So I assume a 15 also does not yes. hit. Yeah, cool. Uh, no? Go ahead and, and roll a, a luck check. That's a three. Yeah, it, it breaks. That's a damn shame. It really is. Man, that's about the worst possible thing that could have happened. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of sorry I suggested stabbing her now. Uh, well, it's all right. If I had fired the arrow, I probably would not have been able to recover it, and I rolled a nat one on my uh, 
on my uh, weapon attack with a uh, with my crossbow. So, and if any of you, I don't know what sort of little tiny spells Cormeth has access to with the magic thing. If any of you have mending, you can fix the arrow. I have literally. I think right now the only thing I can do is detect, detect magic. magic. Yeah. I think I could get it after a long rest, but I don't have it right now. Well, then I guess I'll like I'll shed a single tear for the fact that my one weapon that I was gonna be like really useful with in this fight has just broken in half in my hands, and uh, I'll just kind of slip that into my bag along with all the other cursed items I have. <laughs> no, <laughs> it tries stabbing her with a cursed dagger. Or whatever you got. No, because that affects me. I have to put the dagger in her hand and then try and have her attack me with it. Throw it at her then. I don't know. <laughs> I hate being on the outside sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, don't listen. Gobi's not in the room, so I can't talk to y'all. Listen, there are certain ways I could see you being able to make that work. Just with you not stabbing with it, but you know. It being involved. Oh, make Gobi do it. Yes. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, since I I've, I've already used my action for this turn, so maybe I'll think on on what I can do with that. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't know. Give somebody inspiration, I guess. I'll give uh, I'll give Grana some inspiration. Me. Yeah, because I think that you're going to be the next one up to attack. That's going to be Desi's oh, yeah. turn. Okay. Well, she's going to try and get out of these ropes with a nat 20. So she, uh, she, she cuts through these ropes, and she looks real angry. Uh, but she, she smiles and says, is that the best you've got? Uh, yeah, you know. That, that's her turn. Oh. I, I just want to say really quick that you know what would have been nice if one of us had done an action and I didn't think to do this, so I'm just as fault as everybody, if we had disarmed her. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> disarm. Yeah. We could have disarmed her, maybe. Well, I rolled last in the initiative, so it couldn't have been me. But anyway, uh, well. Grana, your turn. <laughs> now it is. Okay, I'm gonna try to stab her with my dagger. Wait, no, I want to shillelagh it first. Okay. And then I want to stab her. <laughs> dagger of resistance breaking. Uh, and that's a constitution, right? Oh, I guess, yeah, roll to hit first. Yeah, roll to hit first. But then it will be constitution. Oh god, where'd you go? That was a four plus seven. Eleven. I don't think that'll hit. No. Okay. Darn Although, it. uh, it's a D8 for Bardic Inspiration for you, right, Even? Yes. Theoretically, mm. if you roll well enough, you could still hit, but I don't know if you want to use it right now. Yeah, sure, I'll use it. Otherwise, I'll forget. <laughs> That's 11 plus. Yeah, I've had uh, uh, DM uh, Inspiration. For- oh, God damn it! <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, it, well, uh, it bounces even I tried. off of this armor. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? That's all I can do. Cormeth. All right. I am going to. Um, so she wants to fucking play. We'll play. Um, so we need to get this uh, kicked off. <laughs> Pun intended. Okay. So I'm going to use the last turn of my rage, and I'm going to go for an attack with uh, Ruby Carver. Nice. Okay. That's going to be a nat one. <laughs> no! Uh, no! I'll give you bountiful luck. 
this round. Oh, wait, no, don't, don't. I have inspiration. I'm going to turn that around. I'm going to finally use that fucking inspiration. (laughs) So I get to re-roll that, right? Yes, because that one's inspiration. Oh, yep, yep. Okay, so that is a 9 plus 12. That's going to be a 21 to hit. Yeah. All right. That's going to be a 1d12 plus 8. The d12 is not that one. It is this one. Okay. Um, that is going to be a 7 plus 8. It's going to be 15 damage. Yes. You. Which... Did you say Ruby Carver? Ruby Carver, yeah. Let me just double check something on. 1d12 slashing damage. Heads up. So. Okie dokie. So, second attack? Uh, yeah. Uh, real quick, quick question on it being a magical weapon. First of all, Tiggity. Second of all, um, from using it before, like, would I have an idea what kind of magic that it is? Or it's not like it's not like a spell casting magic. It's just a magical weapon. Uh, so it it cuts magic things better. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, attack number two. Uh, that is going to be a twenty-two to hit. Did I drop? No. Oh, okay. I mean, sorry. Sorry. You- 21 hit last time, so 22. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I think I have that's a good job. Yeah. What's that? 1 plus 8. is going to be 9 damage. <laughs> All right. Not quite as good, but hey, it's still something. It's still the only damage she's been dealt so far besides your last hit. Uh, are you doing anything else with your turn? Nope. Uh, no, I'm done. You then. Oh, it's my turn now? It sure is. Wow. Um, A lot faster when there's just one enemy. I don't know what my best course of action is, and since I'm assuming that this fight is going to last probably quite a while, I'm going to cast Bane on on her. It's a DC 16 charisma saving throw. Okay, she's she's got a lot of chorizo on her. Damn. <laughs> that is well, 22. Oh, that's a lot of chorizo. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, she's chorizo heavy. She's got a plus eight to the charisma. Ah. Yeah. Um, well, look at her. She, I mean, listen, I know that's just a picture of an imp, but remember, <laughs> she's really hot. Um, <laughs> I, uh, let me tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating a little bit for you right now because she hasn't really hit y'all yet. Uh, and I'm, yep. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> sure, me too. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's, that's pretty much everything I can do. Maybe I'll go. I'll go move a little closer to the door, which I think uh, is you're, over here. You're in front of, yeah, you're like in front of the door. Um, is there any like action you want to hold or anything like that? Because I don't think you actually took a, any action. I did. I attempted to cast a spell, and she she yeah, babe. Oh, that's right, that's right. She beat it. <laughs> it's a good spell when it works. <laughs> that's the uh, end of my turn. Yeah, there is chorizo. <laughs> Gobi bursts in. Nice. Yeah, he he's here. He's he's actually gonna remain in the doorway, and he's just gonna cast a little a little magic missile. Five damage, which it's better than nothing. Yeah, <laughs> that's her turn though, and she's going to say as much. Uh, she's gonna look at you and smile and say, "My turn now." Uh, and she's going to uh, go after Cormeth. Hell yeah, uh, she is. is a, oh, sixteen to hit. I don't nope. think that hits. All right. Nope. Good, good. Off to a good start. Second one's a 21 to hit. It does. Okay, so that's going to be eight slashing damage, and you also take 11 poison damage. And okay, then so she's 19. Gonna do, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, that then, slashing should be halved. Oh, that, you're in a rage. That's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, Thank you. For the next two seconds, Gormith is still in a rage. Yeah. <laughs> it, poison damage is still full because I don't think that rage protects you against poison. I don't um, think so either. And then she's going to use her third attack to go after Grana. That's Oof. also a 21 to hit. She gets three attacks. I told you I was sweating. Uh, yeah. You said a 21? Yeah. Yeah, that hits. That's uh, going to be 10 slashing damage and uh, 15 poison damage. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm uh, <laughs> not a great uh, start. Yeah, she, she like pulls back her sword after that hit and just sort of like smiles at y'all. Grana, you want to <laughs> retribute? <laughs> <laughs> this is not gonna go well. I guess, um, let's see, I don't have any good. Grana, if you're a spellcaster, you could probably also take advantage of cover. Is there anything to take cover in yeah. here? Yeah, I mean, you're in a, you're in a lounge. There's lots of uh, chairs and couches and things in this back area. This is a green room, so there's places for people to sit. Also, I know Cormate's got his really good hit weapons, but like, he could also hold on to that knife if that's what you're worried about being able to stay in range for. Um, okay. Um, I think I want to cast Hex first. Okay. And that's, um, place a curse on creatures that you can see until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Also, choose one ability when you cast a spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. Okay. Um, based on recent events, I'll say charisma. <laughs> I want her to have disadvantage on. So here, hang on real quick. Just, uh, what was the disadvantage thing again? I I choose an ability for her to have disability on. Yo, so think about this. Or disadvantage. What? Yeah, think about this. If I can grapple her ass, that's a strength check. If I'm at adva- if I'm rolling high and she's at disadvantage, we can take the rap and tap crew to the next level. Yeah, but I was thinking if he even wants to try Bane again, it'll hopefully be a little easier. What's a long-term benefit for Bane? She has a 1d4 off of every uh, save or attack roll that she does. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a real good one. Roll a, roll a uh, history check, Grana. Oh my god, I'm not rolling well. Ten? Ten? Yeah, that's okay. with the plus seven. God damn, um, dude. Oh, I'll still, I'll, I'll still tell you, she looks more charismatic than strong, so her plus two charisma is going to be higher, so she's more likely to continue to succeed on charisma saving throws than she is to continue to save on strength saving throws if she's got disadvantage on strength. Okay, so yeah. strength. She has disadvantage on strength checks. Okay, so that was my bonus action, and then I'm going to try to stab her with my dagger again. Please, big money. Uh, for fuck's sake, 13 to hit. No. I, I'm not doing great, y'all. Do we need to get you buffed up somehow? Like, <sighs> what, whatever that means. Because, like, I can't be the only one hitting this, like, devil. And Hex is only effective when I hit her, so. Oh, uh, okay. Or, or so on, then. The, on the 1d6 necrotic damage, it's only effective when I hit her. So I think the uh, disadvantage is good. Until the okay. spell ends. Yeah, it's okay. uh, constant. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I, I, I don't know anything about spell casting. Yeah, if Grana gets hit, she'll have to contest for her concentration. But 
Uh, otherwise, it'll it'll last up to like an hour or something. Okay. Yeah. Cool. One hour. Oh Which yeah. Did. Can I move and try to find some cover? <laughs> <laughs> so you are within five feet of her. So if you move, you, she will get an attack of opportunity. Ooh. Okay. No. Then no, I don't want to. <laughs> but just know this before I forget it. Half cover is plus two AC, and three quarters cover is plus five AC. And it sounds like you may really need that here. Yeah, I know. But I, she's probably going to hit me with an attack of opportunity. So. Oh no, no, totally, totally. And so yeah, I'm like chicken. maybe ne- maybe next turn, turn, let's think about that. I'm going to try to grapple her. So. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to make a DM decision and say that because you is non-specific in hex, I'll say that you applies to the party and not just Grana. So okay. each of you gets D- 1d6 necrotic damage if you hit. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Rana, were you going to do anything else? That's all I can do. Yeah. All right, Cormie. So I am pissed off from seeing Grana get hit, and I'm going to try to spear her and not Grana. Um, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Desri. I'm going to try to spear Desri and like see if I can maybe like propel her a little backwards and grapple her ass. And, I, and I'm also going into a rage because I'm mad. And so this uh, is six. Until your rage ends, you are surrounded by multicolored protective lights. You gain plus one bonus to AC. And while within 10 feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. That's not bad. It could have been better, but that's not bad. Yeah. So Gobi and Grana have that plus one. And even you are just a little bit too far, too. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Cool. Okay, um, yeah, so I guess I'm going to roll... Um, I'm going to roll a strength check to grapple, I believe. Uh, yeah, strength competition. So she's going to roll... Competition. With, uh, okay. Disadvantage. Cool, so I, I got a 20. 20, okay, cool. Yeah, with with disadvantage, she got a 16. Ooh. So you, you grapple her. Stop resisting! No! Koromith is struck by lightning and dies. <laughs> <laughs> It's been nice. <laughs> so she is pinned. Okay. Even. All right. I'm just, I'm just imagining like a block party where we just like put Swimmer to the floor and then Even and uh, Grana and fucking Go we just come kick her in the face and shit. <laughs> and that's how we defeat the boss. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking literally what you did to go to Gog. <laughs> Castle and Even actually wanted to kick him in the face. <laughs> You were the one who stopped her from doing that. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> Since she's been grappled. She's been grappled, so you've got advantage. On on weapon attacks? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, having somebody still for a spell doesn't really make it difference. Doesn't really do anything, yeah. Maybe I will test out how her wisdom is later. And I will... Does someone want to see if they can get this weapon? I, I do not have an action called disarm. I don't know if Damn that's it. new right. to your class or or what that is, but so, that's technically I think another one of that like martial adept feats. But if you wanted to try and like fucking wrestle it away from her with a strength check that she's got um, a disadvantage on, you could still try. I mean, I could, but I have a minus one to strength checks, so maybe I will leave that to somebody who isn't as pathetic as me. Well, but she's got, got disadvantage. So. She, she does have disadvantage, but she does still have a plus four to strength. Okay. Yeah. So Hell I yeah, I could beat her in arm wrestling. 
So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in with my my flame tongue rapier. I'm not I'm not going to activate it because I'm pretty sure she has immunity to fire damage, so it's not going to do any extra damage anyway. I don't really want to set the building on fire on accident. So I'm just going to try and stab her with my rapier. Uh First is another nat one. Nice. Second is a 13 plus six is a 19. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. Okay. So I'm also going to do uh, psychic blades, uh, which I have to expend a bardic inspiration for. But that'll let me do an extra 3d6 uh, psychic damage. Again, don't forget that d6 of necrotic. Oh, sweet. So that's 4d6 additional damage. Okay. So that's a total of eight damage from the rapier itself. And then here, this will be fun. That's really garbage. That's so much garbage. That could have been really good. And it was just bad. So that's a total of 13 damage. All right. Well, I guess getting the bad rolls out applies to roll 20 as well. Okay, that's gonna be Goby. Goby's gonna cast a spell, y'all. <gasps> yeah, G-Man, get in there. Um, Welcome to the party. He's gonna cast hideous laughter. Uh, so she's going to make a wisdom saving throw, which is an okay trait of hers, and she got a 20, so it doesn't matter. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn it. Change your dice. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Rolling too good. <laughs> Gobi's spell fails. I'm going to see if he has anything else that he can do. Oh, yeah, he can. He's going to walk up to her, and he's got advantage, so he's going to do a punch. Yeah, dude. And he going back. two threes. No, Gobi. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fucking Gobster just shit in the bed. <laughs> yeah, he just punches her right in the armor, and he's like, ah. <laughs> That's Sucks. That's her turn. She's going to make a strength competition against you, Cormie. Okay. And so it's going to be a 21. Oh, no. Sorry. Right, a 17. Yeah. A 17 Lost. or a 13. Okay. <laughs> she does not escape. Honestly, uh, she can't do much because I was like, I won't give her any imps because she's already pretty powerful. But frankly, this is a situation <laughs> that apparently she wasn't prepared for. So <laughs> that's the end of her turn. Grana. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all of you are just around her and it's time to just punch her. <laughs> yes. Every time I'm worried, you just, you just wrap them up and you fucking cap them off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but she still has plenty of help, so let's, yeah. let's continue. Man, she would be interesting and dangerous if she could actually parry, but she's grappled, so she can't. <sighs> Well, this is our tactic now, so deal with it. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, what I really want I'm to I'm sure they will. There's got to be two villains. <laughs> they have to be big enough that Koromith can't hold them in either of his arms. <laughs> in either of them. <laughs> <laughs> just holding them under your shoulders and your armpits like naughty kids. Just, <laughs> no. You know, like when you misbehave in class and the teacher stabs you to death. <laughs> God. 
It's terrible. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna stab her with my dagger. <laughs> Hell yeah, stab her with advantage. So 15 plus 7 is a 22. That does in fact hit. Woohoo! Yes. Um, okay. Um, a DC 15 constitution saving throw. That's 15. All right, we're good. Yeah. Right? That's 16? DC 15 constitution. Then she she saves. She just saved. Okay. She just barely saved. Wait, what skill was that? What's that? What skill was she saving on? Constitution. Constitution. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She also has very good constitution. Okay. She's hardy so, and charming. So she takes seven. Okay. Uh, slashing or piercing one of the two, and then on top of that, three necrotic. Ah, uh, yes, the three necrotic. Okay, uh, Cormeth. So, so okay with with uh, the grapple. Is it just her resisting now that I have her grappled, or do I have to make the check every turn? Uh, no, she will. She will resist. You hold her automatically on your turn. Uh, okay. You, your hands are not free. Ooh. However, if you want to make an unarmed strike, I'd be willing to let you do that with the assumption that you are hitting her in the head with your head. That, that, okay. Yeah, I'm a, I, I was going to use an arm strike. straight uh, up fucking skull bashing the devil. Yeah. And, yep, and so I'm going to make an arm strike against her. That's going to be a 28 to hit. <laughs> it's especially <laughs> funny because she's wearing a fucking helmet. Well, all right. <laughs> but yeah, that hits. 28 will hit. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's going to be six bludgeoning damage. Okay, go ahead and roll for the necrotic damage too. Oh, that's right. What is that? A one d four? One d six. One d six. That's right. Uh, that's gonna be a six. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then go ahead and roll me a straight up luck check. Uh, sixteen. Okay. And then roll me a Constitution saving throw. That's gonna be uh twenty three. All right. You don't take any damage from her helmet, but you do knock it off of her head. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you just push. That rules. <laughs> Great hit, Cormeath. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm going to bash her ass again. <laughs> That's a solid roll. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a 24 to hit. Yeah. Uh, so it's just going to be another six bludgeoning damage plus uh, four necrotic damage. All right. God. She's starting to look a little bit worn down. She's not looking bad. She's just starting to, like, clearly she was not a big fan of the headbutts. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be your turn. <laughs> Uh, it's actually my turn next. Yeah, <laughs> Well, but that's what that's what she said to us, so I'm throwing yeah. it back at her. Yeah. Sure. yeah, good point. Um, yeah. So, what kind of weapon does she have? A long sword. A long sword. Like, oh, I have proficiency in long swords. Oh, dude, no. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way this started. I don't know if this can happen, but I like the way it started. Hold Should up. Hold up. You miss 100% of the shots, you don't take... Okay, okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I am going to casually drop a dagger next to her. <laughs> Specifically, I'm going to drop the dagger of the vengeful dead, but she doesn't know that. Is this exactly what I was talking about when I said I hate being on the outside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and I then, we both got there. And then I'm going to try to wrestle her longsword away from her. 
Okay, go ahead and make a swing uh, <laughs> contest uh, with advantage because she is actually she'll just have disadvantage. You have regular. She has disadvantage because she's being held onto by Corby. Okay, and I roll pretty fucking well. I got an eighteen minus one is seventeen. Yeah, yes. dude. Well, with her disadvantage, she also rolled an eighteen plus four is twenty-two. Fuck. No, but yeah, she did it again. She rolled another nat twenty and an eighteen. Yo, dog, your dice are cursed. <laughs> Listen, curse against us. Listen, you can try again next turn. I can. Maybe. Maybe I'll even. Uh, maybe I'll even inspire myself a little bit. You know. Hey. Hello. Yeah. You know what? Self care. Right, hey. Inspire yourself. That was a uh, hey. Even that was a uh, nicely done. I did. I did well. I tried yeah. my damnedest. You fucking held your own. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> That's the end of your turn. It absolutely is. It's Kobe's turn. It's Kobe. Kobe, try and wrestle her weapon away. Get in there, Goblerone. (laughs) (laughs) I had just taken a sip. The hell are you doing shit like that for? <laughs> oh, he does also have longsword proficiency, so that would be yes. it would work. Um, <laughs> but I'm still emotionally recovering. <laughs> oh boy! All right, he's gonna. Oh man, I have to just roll against myself. So this is going to be Gobi's roll, fifteen. Okay, not and terrible. She is going to roll. She got an eight plus four is only a twelve. <laughs> Nice. So Gobi just rips that right out of her hands. Um, Dude, got her on the back heel now. And he goes, take that, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Woo. Nice, Um, Gobi. Fucking hate devils. (laughs) He spits in her face. Why not? Nice. Anyway, it's her turn. So she's going to make a strength contest against Koromith. Uh, let's see. That is going to be uh, 24 wow. or an 8, so 24. Okay. That just barely beats her critical failure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She rolled a critical failure. Go ahead and roll a d4. Okay. Four. Nice. You you crush her a little bit for four damage. Yes. <laughs> she is going to turn to even, I guess, and say... You know, we could still make a deal. I know I'm not in the upper hand here, but that doesn't mean I don't have connections. Um. She turns to Grana and says, (laughs) (laughs) I am not in the best place right now, sure, but I have connections. Mm, No. No. She turns uh, back to you. No. Like, to let you guys know where I'm going to be going, I mean, I guess you'll find out as soon as I go, but, like, I'm kind of wondering if we can't, like, almost capture her, and if she has asked for souls, then she's probably done it before, and I want to see if maybe we can find, like, I don't know, somebody to help, like, having her on the back foot, like, she can't fucking beat us now, like, Gobi's got the sword, uh, the longsword and proficiency, this one's over, like, can she give us some information we can use today? Interesting. Um, okay. I don't know if I need to to lie for this, but I guess it is going to be a deception. 
I'm going to tell her that I'm willing to make some kind of deal with her, but I'm really probably just going to try and squeeze some information out of her and give her the short end of whatever stick I can find. Hell yeah, I like that. So that's a 19 plus 12 is a 31. <laughs> For... For my deception role to try and convince her that this might work out well for her, even though I am planning that it will not. You know, what specifically are you saying to her? Uh, specifically, I would like to say that uh, I think we could probably come to some sort of deal. There, you hear that big guy? You can let me go now. Oh, I didn't say anything of those sorts. You're going to stay right there. It's so uncomfortable to make a deal when you're unable to think or move around or anything I, like that. I, I, I unarmed strike. Uh, you, you can't without going back into initiative order. And you're not next in initiative order. Uh, but you could tell Grana to. Uh, <laughs> Grana, would you, would you please be so kind as to stab her again? Uh, she clearly does not understand the situation she's in. Dude, fucking even Soprano okay. over here. Yeah, I was gonna say, remember like, remember like a, a month ago in game time when you were at Grana's sister's candy store. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'll roll to stab her and I'll and I'll say, You're not in any position to be bargaining with us anymore. We're in charge here. And that's a uh, sixteen plus seven to hit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay. Um, and that will do ten piercing damage plus uh, five necrotic. That's a good hit. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. She says, fine, fine. Here's okay. I hate, you know, using my leg muscles. So I'll just, and she sort of just like relaxes. Uh, so she gets real like heavy. I had thought we were on the ground, but I'll take upright because it doesn't change anything. No, you know what? If everybody was already thinking about the on the ground, we can do on the ground. Yeah. Cause whenever I think of grappling, it's like, it, you don't, really do that standing up so well it could be like think about like an arm bar that could be a grapple maybe you know where you like get somebody in an arm bar and like you know i mean like, Cormie's yeah. also big enough that if he just like got behind somebody and like gave him a big old hug and picked him up you'd probably yeah. be grappling like yeah. can you imagine making a character that just is so loving and just gives everyone a hug and then everybody hits <laughs> Anyway, but not, yeah, important. not important. Or me spearing somebody, if that succeeds, you're probably on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking so too. <laughs> All right, so on the ground. All right, well, what sort of deals did you have in mind? Uh, no, 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 no. You're going to tell us what, I guess, you want, and then we'll tell you what we need. And if we can come to some sort of agreement in those terms, uh, we can work something out. Okay, smarty pants. Well, I already told you what I want, remember? That's why we started talking in the first place. I guess then just to refresh my memory, because I am a bit daft, <laughs> which I guess maybe I could lie for. I'm not particularly stupid, but I'm just... I, you don't have to lie to talk it's for self-deprecation. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> what are you going to be like... Yeah, uh, uh, I, I'm not stu stupid. <laughs> no, I am not going to say that. Uh, I am going to say, uh, then I believe what you're looking for is a soul, or at least part of a soul. Is that right? Wow, really picking up now, aren't we? <sighs> How much of a soul 
Or how many souls do you need? Well, I asked for four of you, five percent, so, you know, not much. I only ask a little. You know, I'm not trying to inconvenience anyone. Tell me, what happens if someone gives you part of their soul? Oh, you know, the usual stuff. Okay, Adobe, are you next to the order here? Could you stab her? That was very unhelpful. I think it's (laughs) Koramith. Is it? Grana just went? Yeah, so Corbin yeah. is up next. All right, um, so I can't use my hands, but I can continue to headbutt her. You can continue yeah. to headbutt. Um, okay. That's your talkie weapon, so, you know. Stop being so big! Sorry, what? It's going to be a 21 to hit. Yeah, that'll, that'll Okay, that's going to be six bludgeoning damage and six necrotic damage. Fine, fine. For those of you who aren't aware what a soul deal means, it just means that I have, you know, a couple suggestions here and there that I can give them. And you'll just, you know, we'll become better friends. You'll be more likely to do what I ask, you know, just, just sort of nice things. So I'm going to, I don't even know if I need to. My passive insight is 20. Jesus. Sounds like a fucking lie. It's not a lie. Can I? You could roll a a history check. That sounds like some double talk if I've ever heard one. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll do a history check here. That's a 17 plus 6 is a 23. Oh, well, if that's all. Yeah, look, Um... I'm not very good at fighting, but I'm very good at all the other things. Yeah, so if you sell your soul or part of your soul to a devil, it has essentially the power of suggestion over you, so it has some control over your actions. Fuck that. Yeah, okay. that's why I was like, when y'all were like, yeah, let's do it, I was like, oh, okay, well, this game's about to change. So I, I don't think we're in the business of bargaining with souls. I think it would be easiest just to kill her. Well, I I agree. Do we have no any... No one will need to worry about her if we just kill her. Fair well, enough. You must be the sweetheart of the group. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, yes, she does I'm have a... some wonderful worthers. They're quite delicious. What about the souls you've already stolen? Can we get those back? Oh, that is uh, an interesting question. She purses her lips and she says, no. Um, so I'm going to roll inside. Okay. Yeah. We literally just want one person, and then we can send you back to hell. Okay. I got a 6 plus 10 is a 16. 16. It doesn't seem like she's got any souls. I want to roll an intimidation. I'm going to make a mean look. You're going to intimidate her from behind? (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to squeeze just a little harder. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I was going to give you disadvantage on just, like, being like, hey, <laughs> back here. That's a 15. I mean, she can 15, still... Well, it's, it's a or, competition against oh, her. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. But sorry. Yeah. Uh, 15. Well, she got a two. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, whose dice are broken now? <laughs> what are you still trying to intimidate her to do? Um, I want her to, to intimidate. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, as I like, I'm gonna squeeze her a little tighter. I'm gonna be like, "Don't play games. Let us know if you've got any." And I'm just gonna like, squeeze a little, like flex a little bit. Wow! So we've got <laughs> oh, the, you the squeeze chicken. them out of her. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Um, wow, so we've got the, the charmer, the genius, and the life of the party. Excellent. Well, if we don't want to play any games, no, I don't have any souls. Why do you think I'm wandering around okay. your plane? Okay. Damn, are, do you do you need a friend, Desiree? He's sad. Roll Dude, a what a first you just check. Do you just need a friend? This is really going to, like, fuck with my story if you do this. Yeah, dude. It's gonna, she's going to be the next Gobi. Oh, that was a 16 on Persuasion. All right. Well, she's going to roll her... That time she got an entire four. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Give me a minute to think about a way that I can have this character she just sounded very sad and i was like damn girl what's go what's going on in your life do you want a worthers <laughs> do you need a hug <laughs> well i mean she's got a I mean, hug Carmen's i think she's got plenty of hugs <laughs> carmine's like, hugging you right now yeah and even a little harder <laughs> like hey we fight a bunch of bad guys like do you want to hang out with us and steal their souls actually dude work. that's Kind of a great idea. Be tight. <laughs> she she's silent for a moment, um, and she goes, "I've never I've never been great at allies. You know, in hell, it's a very competitive environment. You understand, and you know, when you look like this, people just sort of assume that you're going to act a certain way and that they don't want to be part of it. So, you know, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what a friend is like. So I can't answer your question. Damn, Dude, I, I mean, feel bad trying to kill you. We could had a friend. We could try to be friends. I mean, you probably have some pretty useful information, and you seem like you're pretty fucking kick ass. Uh, we do fight a lot of bad guys, and there are definitely some instances where having those bad guys sell their souls to us instead might actually be pretty fucking useful. So, like, I know that this is maybe something new, but do you want to give it a shot? Well, I don't know if you've noticed from the predicament I'm in, but I'm not great at getting people to give me their souls. Oh, look, don't don't worry about us. We're just not very nice people, sort of a ragtag bunch of kind of no-nonsense people. We know some people who definitely be much more willing to give you some souls, as long as they don't necessarily have to be, uh, well, I guess, uh, not all of us are human, so if they don't have to be all human, None of you it are doesn't human. fucking matter. None of us are human. Well, I, I'm half you human, half sort human, of. Which means you are not fully human. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, if yeah. it's just some of you looking for, we run into a lot of orcs. I've tricked a few orcs in my day. They might be able to learn something from, uh, uh, Gobi, <laughs> um, even already gave him his soul, so maybe you can learn something from Gobi. Well, that's just rude. I've paid off my entire debt to Gobi. Yeah, actually, that's a that's a good point. Gobi does say, I don't like this proposition. Oh, why not, Gobi? She just needs a friend. Of devils. You don't I work with devils? I didn't think I did either. And then she told me she doesn't know what friendship is. Look, I didn't and, think I did, and then Grana joined us. And I've spent my whole life teaching children about the importance of community and friendship and finding strength in each other's strengths. And I mean, I can't say I'm a huge fan of the kind of thing your friend is either. Well, maybe yeah, we go with just, a racist. Maybe we could just look the other way when she's, you know, getting some souls. 
we we gotta we gotta we gotta be. That doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> we gotta. Yeah, because Stevens, who's we're who we're talking about right now. <laughs> Gosh, I hope that uh, Gobi parentheses Yeevan can get through this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, Gobi, uh, can you, or will you, explain a little bit more why you don't work with devils? Is it a religious thing? Uh, Gobi just sort of sets his jaw and he goes, It's a personal value. Okay. I'm, I'm going to ask a question here. Actually, uh, So having been in the military, um, I came across a ton of different races and, and individuals and entities and such. Um, can I roll a history check to see if I remember something from being in the military? Yeah, you can roll a history check. Let me see, vintage. Uh, well, let's see here. Five or 14. 14. 14. You didn't know many Yuan-Ti who had problems with devils or demons. In fact, you knew a number of Yuan-Ti who were, like, fucking devil worshippers. Interesting. Okay, okay. Do you say anything? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to think about how to like kind of turn that. Um, Kobe, all the other Yuan-Ti I knew love devils. What's your problem? Uh, Desri laughs and uh, Gobi sort of like grinds his jaw a little bit and goes, It's more of a specific to me sort of problem. But if you are so determined, then I suppose... I suppose I could make an exception. All right. So, like, he's like the brave heart, and the UNT is like the long shanks to his brave heart. All right. Got it. Yeah. Can I, I don't know, can I like roll insight to see if that's like a, no, I'm not going to. I don't think. Okay. <laughs> I guess not, but no. I, yeah. I, no, I'm not going to. I, I thought about it, and I feel like I just, I, I probably wouldn't question go beyond that. That's not really who he even is. Okay. So, Desri says, so, will you let me up off the floor now? Uh, you have to promise first that you actually aren't going to attack us. We should tie her up. No, no, no. That's not very, that's not really a good show of faith. If we don't, I, we don't work with you, we have to trust each other. We don't tie faith. up our friends unless they ask for it, okay? Dude, <laughs> we're, we're friends now? Is this kazoo kid? Where no, that's man. literally what we were discussing the last five minutes. I know. I didn't think we were all instant friends. I thought it was like, look, oh, like look. we're chill, but Listen, no, fucking you're God. Not, like, Yo, you're not bro. making out with her. You're just stopping from grappling her. That's it's a basic thing. Extending an olive branch. I would Bobby. like to, with, I don't know, a cloth or something, pick up the dagger that I dropped on the ground. I don't want her to accidentally pick that up now. And she looks at it and she says, wow, that's a real piece of shit dagger you got there. Where'd you find something like that? Uh, I have a really keen eye for picking out the worst possible things at the black market. Wow, I'm I'm impressed you've spoken with the Kanku. Oh, yes. We uh, have had several interactions with them. I see. Well, that kind of dagger belongs where I'm from. So... It absolutely does. And as a matter of fact, do you know anybody who could help change any of these enchantments? They're really bad for somebody like me. Um, I'd have to ask around. You know, it's that's a pretty powerful dagger you've got there. It's it's mighty cursed. So you'd have to, you know, I'd have to pull a few strings and I'm not sure if I could, but. No worries. 
It was just uh, just checking. I'm not in a huge hurry. I'm sure it'll come in handy someday. Uh, At any rate, until then, are you going to let me up? Uh, one more condition. We are here looking for. Shit, is it Tannen? Yeah. Yeah, Tannen. Yes. Um, we believe they're in your custody, and we need to get them. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I will need to stand up for this. I need the full range of motion of my arms. Uh, Koromith, I think we have come to some sort of arrangement, and uh, you seem to be pretty capable at restraining her, so... We'll be Should ready. anything go sour, I suppose we can just go back to this, but I'm willing to extend a hand of friendship. I agree. I want to roll a history check to see if I can think of some way that she could put us on the back foot unarmed. I mean, she's a devil. She probably does. We just haven't I seen I know. It. Go ahead and roll it. Uh, eight. So... Eight. Yeah, you you can't really tell. Uh, I don't I don't know if you remember this, but she's got wings, and they're kind of between like you, her, and it, it, with the exception of like her head, which you can only see the back of. So she's kind of hard for you specifically to get a read on. Yeah. Okay. Guys, I don't trust this. What if she pulls some portal out of nowhere and dips out? She might. Or or makes a magic sword. She we have her sword. We have. But what if she makes another one? I she mean, could. That would be impressive. That's literally just the, you know, uh, daily hazards of the job. I will have to return, you understand, to the Nine Hells briefly. I am, as much as I hate to admit it, very injured. But I'll leave you with a token so that you can call on me. Yo, can somebody check if that's legit? Uh, yeah, can I, I'll, I'll roll maybe with Grana for that. Yeah. What is that? Arcana, history, insight, insight? Uh, that's a 14 for me. I got 13. Gobi got a 19. Hell uh, yeah, Gobs! Gobi says, as much as I don't like her, she seems to be telling the truth. Okay. Well, I... Yeah, that's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you let go of her. She uh, stands up, shifts out her wings, extends her hand out to you uh, uh, to get up. Can I? So hold it. First of all, can Wait, I? Hold on. Let... Is Cormeth going to like take her hand to help get up? I'll, yeah, I'll pull her up. I'll pull her up. Okay. What were you going to say, even? I was going to ask if I know that like normal healing spells would work on her. Uh, no, you don't think so. You okay. you also, from your little bit of perception, understand that, like, yeah, she's kind of got to go back to hell for a bit. Okay. She's looking a little bit beat up. Yeah, no, I was just going to do something kind, but instead I will just uh, say, uh, well, I I guess we'll see you shortly with Tannen, I hope. Uh, do you have that? Do you have that token? Oh, yeah. Here, uh, she waves her hand in a like large gesture, and a door opens up, and uh, a dwarf falls out to the ground with a thud. Oh, uh, that's an interesting closet. Yes. Um, here is my token, and she uh, she unties this uh, velvet. Uh, necklace with a ruby stone that's around her neck, uh, and she holds it out. I collected from her. All right, and she says, "All right, uh, anything else before I hit the road?" Uh, is there a good time to call? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. If, uh, we probably won't won't need you to come back immediately if you need to take some rest and relaxation time. But 
Now, how long should we give you before uh, we uh, ring the old buzzer and, uh, I don't know, maybe uh, grab a beer sometime? Uh, she says, all right, well, I'll tell you a little bit about the token. Um, it only works between the material plane and the nine hells. So if you leave this plane, that's not a good time to call. I probably won't hear it unless I'm, you know, out doing something in another plane. It's not good from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, that's when I that's when I get a massage. Uh, and mm, other than that, uh, just you know, let me let me recuperate for like a couple days. Uh, that would be ideal. You know, I'm gonna have to redo my nails because uh, because Grapply here uh, really really slammed me down hard, and I, I broke a couple. Uh, but other than that, you know, it's it's sort of a uh, you ring, I answer kind of deal. Uh, sounds good to me. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon then. Okay, Ta, uh, take care and, um, I don't know. Yeah. And she exits. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, uh, one of yes, the right. stranger By encounters. <laughs> <laughs> she opens up a portal to the nine hells and dives down into it and then closes it. It closes behind, rather. Anyway, sorry, what were you saying? That's crazy. I was going to say, well, that was one of the uh, stranger interactions with uh, someone from the oh. from the from the Stone Fist. Although I don't actually think she's a, she she must have just been working for somebody from the Stone Fist. She didn't seem to be actually with the Stone Fist. Anybody else notice that? Uh, no. The portal to hell opens back up, and she goes. <laughs> Sorry, one more thing. Uh, and she, she sort of looks around at you, and then she, like, motions for Yevon to come closer. Oh, okay. I go over. Um, she, like, cups her hand against your ear, uh, and she says, The eyes, the hands, the sword, the mind, in life and death and evil binds. You may have heard this before. Dakro Khan has two swords, not one. The stone fist and another. But it's the hands that you ought to fear. And then she dips back down into her portal to hell. Well, shit. Okay, well, uh, I I feed that information to the rest of the crew. Ah, Sounds shit. like... Maybe she I, was working for the Stone Fist. Or maybe she just what? knows everything. No, she uh, literally just said that she was working for the other hand, which we don't know yet. We don't know what that is. It's There's the Stone Fist and probably the open palm ready to smack you. Two things. She did not say she works for the hand. No. She just said that it's the hands you opt to fear, which is different. Two, uh, Tenon on the ground goes, ugh. All right. I, I go over and I, uh, I cast, uh, a nice big cure wounds on Tenon. Oh, sorry. I'm fine. I'm just sore. <laughs> I'm going to help Tenon to his feet because who, who are Tenon's you? pretty cool. Yeah. I'm Cormie Thunderbuzz Muthalakume. I'm here to help you. What? What day is it? It's your lucky uh, day. Tuesday, I think. I, I'll just assume that y'all say Tuesday? the day that it is, because I've never established <laughs> okay. a time system. <laughs> well, we we don't have much time. It's Thirsty Thursday at the no. karaoke bar. Listen, um, I have to get to the mountains. There's important news that I have to deliver there. Is it about? It's urgent. Is it about? And I lean in and whisper the assassination. Who? Who, who did you say you are? Who are you with? Uh, he what? pulls out a little dagger. God, oh, Jesus, Tenon, we literally just saved your life. We're with the Bolotot. Hey, hey, we're with the Bolotot. Out of the wall. What? The, the Bolotot. 
Uh, he's gonna roll an insight, so go ahead and roll persuasion. Um, do I need to? I mean, I guess so. Literally, yeah, yeah. literally yeah, telling the truth. Insight. So no, if yeah, no, but, but yeah, you're trying sense. to persuade him that that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, exactly. I got a no, I, told I got a nine. Nineteen. Okay, well, he rolled a three, so he's like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, he, he sheathes the knife, uh, and he goes, we have to get back. The king, I know how he's going to be assassinated. I, kn I know where, rather. And it's it's soon. Oh, man, so, so I'm in two minds. So I'm, like, kind of thinking, do we get the information and then go that direction? Or do we head back with him and see what the people come up with as a whole? I still have Jeeper. That's true. Oh, so good point. Could, Great point. We could send this information, tell them where we're going. Um, I need to look at a map to and kind of figure out where we're at anyways. Let's see, I'm looking at a map of Drim. There we okay, go. Okay, so, so yeah, where are we at right now? Huffer film. Huffer film. Okay, cool. Okay. And I assume that the king is going to get assassinated at Liadril. Or Drimlil? Uh, we don't know that. We don't know, but this dude does. Yes. And so if we're at Huffer film, yeah, let's see if we can get that information out of dude. Because, like, uh, what, the bullet are in Goresby? And so uh, they're a little bit northwest of Goresby. Yeah. Oh yeah, Boltot HQ. There it is. It's just like super tiny on this map. Thanks, map. Um, okay, so like if it is either of those, we're closer now and could maybe get there faster. Yeah. If it's like Drimlil, if it's Liadril, like we could get there faster. And so yeah, no, I think maybe send in uh Jeeper is a great idea. Grimwell okay. uh, so, is the human capital where the Empress used to live. Uh, Leodrell is the elven capital. Uh, the dwarves live in the mountains. Oh, oh all right. Well, okay. Uh, I think that one's. I think that one's an open and shut case then. <laughs> so we should just go back to the Bolotot because we literally have to It'll be on the way. It's sure. literally on the way. Yep. Uh, so the the Mezzanol is the name of the mountains. Forodine is the dwarven capital. Okay. Yeah, so Boletot HQ is on the way. All right. Um, yeah, and I think I said it's like four days to Boletot HQ and three days from Boletot HQ to Forodine. Okay. And, oh, see, here, let me double check something. So you'll you'll arrive, like, just in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just looking up, uh, trying to figure out how much time there was there. Yeah, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's up to date. I don't think it is. I was just trying to uh, find the last time it got referenced. Um, yeah. Uh, yeehaw! Damn it. <laughs> and also, you're inside. We're inside. Let's go outside, tell everyone it's safe now, and then we can get going. Bro, we gotta go. It will take five minutes. <laughs> we. <laughs> I'm gonna lead the party outside. Alright. So I'll just tell all the patrons who are probably like just at a safe distance uh hey it's safe to go in the the fire is put out <laughs> there's no damage i'd say yeehaw <laughs> all right yeah your ship pulls up uh and are you bringing you're bringing tenon tenon of course oh yeah oh yeah cool 
Yeah, so you begin your journey back to Bolotot HQ. It takes a few days. Uh, there's some, there's a little bit of slowdown when you're trying to get out of uh, the forest, uh, but you you make it to the Bolotot HQ in in one piece without uh, without really too much trouble. You're, you're greeted at the Bolotot HQ doors by uh, Gronley, who says, you got him. Uh, really quick, right before that, I noticed twerking has left my languages. Can I roll to practice twerking on the hall? Yeah. <laughs> to be, uh, I don't say it like that. <laughs> you're like, it's urgent. Uh, Gotta twerk. So <laughs> that is, that'd be a performance. Correct. That's going to be a 21. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I lay down some. I lay down some dank uh, beats in the background. Brandon, check this out. I got a twenty-five for my dank beats. All right, (laughs) yeah. The dank beats and the ass claps just clear some of the foliage that was in your way. (laughs) I don't know what for me. (laughs) Fucking twerking. Can we take long rest? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, good call. Um, Good call. Tenon is like watching this, like. Interesting. Also, if I rolled high enough, can I get twerking back as a language? Who cares? <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> Custom language. Or should I make it a no? Mm, you know what? It's a tool. Yes. A playing set. Twerking. Vehicles. Land. <laughs> yes. Got it as a tool. I can use it as a tool. Think about it. We could be in many a situation that could be diffused with a good old twerk. A good old twerk. <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing I've done today has gone as expected. <laughs> you arrive at Bolotot headquarters. Gronley says, you got him. <laughs> Yeah, we got him, and uh, I think we got to move. Cannon says it's urgent. We made a devil friend. No, Krona, don't share that information. <laughs> oh, that, you didn't, like, sell your souls or anything, right? No. Hell no, no Bronley, you know me. <laughs> Good. Good, he pats you on what he tries to be, tries to be your back, but, like, he's pretty short, so I don't know, maybe, like, just above the butt. Um, <laughs> Lower back, hell yeah, we're dancing. <laughs> We did it the old-fashioned way, by taking pity on her. <laughs> oh, g- g- good. <laughs> well, um, we know that we know that they're going to use power word kill, and we know that it's in just a few days. I don't know if we have time to, to catch up on all this. We, we don't know. We still don't know what Castlin found out. She, she's still having trouble, but I, I think you got to go. As, I think you got to go now. Can we... Can we have a council with Tenon to hear what he knows? Yeah, uh, you you do hold a briefing where Tenon tells everyone that the king is going to be assassinated in just a couple of days. They're going to draw him there by promising like a some sort of piece of information that he's been looking for. He's not sure what, um, but they are going to 
lure him to this special altar in the mountains that's just outside of of Forodin, where they will say power word kill and dispose of him. Okay. Since this seems pretty urgent, I'd like to pen a really quick note for Kelroth and just leave it here for him. Okay. Yeah, you don't you don't really see him around here. Yeah, I assume he's out doing whatever he's doing right now. Okay. So y'all are heading to the to the mountains, I guess so. Let's get to the whip! Yeah, so the, the four of you pack up onto your ship and you start to head out. Cormeth, go ahead and, and roll me just like a, a dexterity check with your land, with your vehicle proficiency. Okay, uh, with the vehicle proficiency, does that, uh, how does yeah, that... You do your dexterity plus, you do a d20 plus your dexterity bonus plus your proficiency bonus. Gotcha, okay, uh, okay. That's going to be 17, 19, 21. 21. Okay. Cormeth is easily able to guide Grana through these mountain roads because he's very familiar with the environment. Uh, You know, he's been through these areas before. I don't think he's ever been to Forodin itself. I think I established that before. Yeah, that sounds right. But you you are familiar enough with the environment that you're able to quickly get there. Uh, And you see you know, maybe a hundred feet away, the opening to the altar where, uh, you know, the assassination is going to be taking place shortly. Damn, you would think they could have afforded some security or something if they knew this was going to happen. Go ahead and uh, roll perception checks. Nine. Yeah, I got an eight. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen? Grana, you see a sort of flash of somebody who appears to be sort of short and dressed very well uh, go into the entrance of this area. Over there, someone me-sized. Uh, assumedly, possibly uh, the king. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Just one? Just him? Just the K-Bro. And I love that K-Bro is me-sized. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm short, so... <laughs> I'm tiny, I'll go in. Hell yeah. Uh, so this doesn't, I don't know, can I roll like some insight to see if this is a situation that I think needs some stealth? Or if this is like a, yeah, we gotta just fucking get in there and, I don't know, scoop and run. Scoop and run. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll an insight. Okay, that's a 17 plus 10 is a 27. So, yeah, this this seems like the king's gonna go in there. Uh, you've got a couple of seconds You've got a little bit because uh, they'll have to take his health down to a certain amount. But then, you know, if the assassination is is going to go, like, you imagine it's going to be popping off. Okay, so I I immediately start running as soon as I have that information. I'm like, oh, shit, we got to go. Okay, the other two follow. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and just to I clarify, would... I, I just want to clarify. So from what we can tell, he is being attacked right now. Well, you know that he just walked into the location that he's going to be assassinated he's, in. He's about to be attacked. Okay. Right. So, this like, you don't like know where the... walking into the Senate kind of deal. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, he's, he's Kennedy pulling into the grassy knoll or whatever the fuck. No. Yep. Yep. Uh, so here, here's my... Uh, uh, I, we've seen him go in a door, right? Is that door still open? Or has it's it closed? Yeah. Doorway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is okay. this is like outdoors. Like this is just like essentially a, a rocky outcropping. Gotcha. Okay. I am I am full blown sprinting. Sixty feet of movement. <laughs> yes. Same. Sm- like take my fucking dust asshole. A hundred feet. <laughs> 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 
All right. <laughs> I take off sprinting. Cormie, it's like, oh, it's a competition now? Okay. <laughs> Fucking books it. <laughs> I can't run that fast. <laughs> Running as fast as she can. Sprinting <laughs> 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cormie, you arrive first, obviously. Okay. Uh, and you see there's this uh, sort of circular area where this sort of temple is. You see that there's this large stone uh, sort of courtyard area. It's all enclosed. Okay. Uh, you see this sort of like enormous hole in the center of this temple area. And across the other side of this location, you see Kelroth Suifed. Uh, the other two follow. And he says, Well, you've finally arrived. You know, I was wondering how long it was going to take you to make your way all the way up here. But you still made it in time. Uh, Kelroth? What, what's I, going on? Well, son... What's going on here is we're making a big change in the world. The kind that's going to have a real big long-term effect. The kind that'll let Doc Rokan into this world. I can't let you do that. Yeah, that sounds... That doesn't sound like... That doesn't sound like the dreams you promised. <laughs> you were always such a funny kid, even. You know, all these dreams of, you know, toppling all these people down, but... That's not really what it's about now, is it? It's about being with the victor. And there is nothing that can stop Doc Rokan. Because uh, the three of you, <laughs> please, you came here outnumbered. As you are all standing there, you see these sort of strange shapes appear around this circle. Uh, and they're these sort of shadowy, almost like greasy blurs that you can't really get your eye on and he says can I introduce you to the hand of Doc Rokan great I didn't like you from day one I could tell I think I'm just kind of sitting there in like stunned silence Um, but I would like to make an insight check mostly out of a denial to see whether or not Kelroth is like being if I can tell that Kelroth is like being possessed sure or whether or not uh, he really means what he's saying go for it that's a 16 okay I'm gonna do this artfully because this is a big scene uh, he continues you know I've fought many battles I've fought many in secret behind closed doors and I've got a couple of doors for the three of you now. Uh, even, he seems pretty sincere. Uh, and he goes, he points down this doorway and he goes, I've got a place for all of you to go. I'm sure you'll like it. You'll get used to it at least, but I've got to get you out of my way. Uh, the shadowy figures start closing in. Uh, and as they are, uh, even you remember something. You remember back, way back in the boggy mists, you walked through a couple of memories. You walked through memories where Kelroth was there and you were trying to take down the Empress long ago. And you remember that there was a point during that time where you looked into the crowd and you saw the face of someone you thought you recognized and you couldn't quite remember it. 
but it starts to come into focus. Go ahead and make uh, a, a strength saving throw. A strength saving throw? Strength saving throw. Okay, so before I roll this, I want to clarify something that happened at the fair. Okay. While I was at the fair, after I had talked to the uh, old man who was at the fair, I gained five re-rolls on strength saving throws or checks of uh, strength intelligence or wisdom. So I have this down in my in my notes. Um, I would like to use that okay. should yeah, this go very awry. You can only use one at a time, yeah. just so you know. Yep. Okay, good. So since I'm making a strength saving throw, and I'm pretty bad at strength. Okay, honestly, not terrible. That's a 16 minus one is a 15. Grana and Koromith, you're, you're watching what's going on with Kalroth. You see these shadows sort of closing in. And then you see Gobi push Yeven into the hole. Gobi! Grana and Kormith, go ahead and roll initiative. What the fuck? No, let me double check. Oh no, uh, 17. Um, that's a dirty 20. Ooh, good one. All right, that, Grana, you're up first. Oh God. Um, first, I want to try and tell if Gobi is under the influence. Uh, is he drunk? <laughs> well, drunk on evilness, maybe. Yeah. Let me blow a point oh four. Like, is he really? Is he really acting out of his own volition, or is there someone controlling him? Roll a an Arcana check, and then roll an Insight check. Okay. Arcana. Yeah. Parachute style, even under the under the parachute. <laughs> Arcana was a nine. And then Insight is a uh, 15. 15? Yeah. Uh, he seems to be of, of sane mind. Kelroth continues uh, while, while, while we're in initiative, uh, and he says, You may have heard that Doc Rokan has spies everywhere, or maybe you haven't, because we're pretty good. Go ahead and uh, what do you want to do for your fucking, action? Fucking bullshit. Like, we thought we could trust you. Ah. Uh! Okay, um, Cormie, I don't think, I don't know, this is worrying me. We're surrounded by enemies. They look weak. I'm gonna, let's see, let's see, fuck, dang, you just sprung this on us and I don't know what to do. Listen, my heart was pounding all through our five minute break. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Now I don't know what to do. Um, I guess I'm just gonna swing at the closest person to me. I don't... Do I swing at Gobi? I'm gonna swing at Gobi. I think that's justifiable. Yeah. Gonna stab it. Go for a stab with my dagger. Do it. Um, 16 plus 7 to hit. Yeah, that hits. <clears throat> Pretend I shillelied it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, six damage. Yeah, you hit him with this with this dagger, and uh, when you do, he like grunts and he goes, "That's fair," uh, and he starts to sort of shimmer, uh, and now he starts to look more like these uh, creatures that are all around you. Fuck. Okay. That's all um, I can do with my turn. So, well, Cormeet's up next. 
All right. Um, I I know what I want to do, but I don't know that it's going to do anything. I want to run to the hole, which is in front of us, right? It's the the big blue circle, and I want to try to catch even. Even has uh, has fallen out of reach by now. Fuck. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I want to roll perception to see if I've seen what's happened with uh uh. Uh, Grana and Shimmering Gobi. Saw it too. Yeah, I did. Ooh, okay. Um, from you. So yeah, you saw it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, just gonna talk this one out loud, Grana. I'm thinking about jumping. We need to go. They might make us anyway, so let's do it. All right. There's I'm gonna jump. Way we can. I'm, I'm gonna t- like like you know kind of wind up for a moment. And just go jump into the <laughs> same hole that even went down. After all the rest of these people's Grab turns. Me. <laughs> Take me! Grab my hand! Come on, Grana! Come with me if you want to live! <laughs> and we're gonna... <laughs> and we're just gonna... I'm, I'm gonna run and toss us into this this hole that even went down. Because we're not going anywhere without him. Alright, you hear the increasingly quiet sound of uh, Kalroth going... Well, that was easy. Even, you are falling through this tube. You were just uh, pushed by somebody you thought was your friend. You're falling, you're falling. This tube seems strangely endless, and you you hit some sort of weird threshold. Uh, it doesn't stop you or anything, but you get this strange feeling. Uh, and as you continue falling, you realize that the walls have left you and there's just this great big dark expanse except for the sunlight led in by this circle and as you approach the ground you slow and you gently lay on the ground for a moment you're sort of shocked you don't get up uh but when you are able to look around and your eyes adjust you find yourself in a strange place with enormous mushrooms and there are sounds of creatures that are starting to come back after your unexpected drop from the sky. And shortly after that, the other two come hurtling down, come to a slow stop and rest on the ground. You're in the Underdark, and that's where we're going to stop for today. Oh, Oh, damn. Holy fuck. Even! I have been I've been dying for so long knowing that this is gonna happen. Oh my god, y'all nearly caught me in Gobi being a spy so many times. I literally I wanna go back into the recordings and find the times where you joked about Gobi being a spy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Holy shit. Christ. Wow. We're in the Underdark now, so we can't call Desiree to come help us. No. 